All right, buddy. <sighs> you know, it's winter when uh, we both start the podcast with. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, shiz. Man, oh, I'm tired, man. Shiz. Yeah, man, it's it's been an interesting week. Bro, like, I'm not going to put, well, it's going to be the pre-roll, but I'm not going to talk, like, during the actual show, but, man, they got, they got some crazy shit going on at my building right now as far as, like, scheduling and. Oh, it's, yeah? It's going to be the, all over the place. fucking Hunger Games for part-timers in a minute. I'll explain off air because I don't want to put, put that business out there, but. God damn. <laughs> some crazy shit going on. In the land of logistics and whatnot. But it is what it is. Uh, yeah, man. She. We're almost there, Gabe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We should just quit while we're ahead. All right. <laughs> I might have to shut my dog up. Adriana told me to do that because apparently he's making noise, so I might have to throw him outside. So, Gabe, can you keep this beautiful pre-roll going? Oh, man, I hate it when you do this to me. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I, I don't choose this life, Gabe. This life chose me. Yeah, yeah, this life chose you, my ass. See, the beautiful thing about the pre-roll, and I mentioned this prior, is, well, if you get it, you get it. And if you've been with us since, uh, I don't know, the early days, you, you understand that we like to do a little bit of bullshit and, and a little bit of uh, formality-less introduction with the pre-roll. At this point, I'm, like, scraping for words, you know? I'm just, like, I'm losing them. But I hear Jacob's footsteps coming back, so hopefully... This pre-roll will be wrapped shortly. Oh, wait. Here he comes. Three and a two and a one. Our host is back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys. I was just explaining how the pre-roll works. They know. And the ritual. Well, if you know, you know. The more you know, you know. Man, I should really clean off my life. My life is just a mess over here. I just got shit thrown everywhere. I may have to get organized going into the new year, you know. Yeah. We'll see. You got to clean a little bit at a time, man. You can't throw all that shit at once, you know? This is this is for sure. If you spend like 10 or 15 minutes a day cleaning, you'll be good by the end of the week. This is true. That is a very good point, my friend. Are you ready? Born ready. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number... 99. 99. Yes, we are one... Or this after this episode, we will be knocking on the door of that beautiful 100th episode which uh, I'm excited for because, A, it's the 100th episode, so I think we'll be talking about some of this, like, the finer moments of podcast history. I'm going to go review, look at the, the tapes, so to speak, and see kind of the funny stuff that we could point out and talk about that stuff and all the weird shenanigans and all that. Uh, and also, on top of all that stuff, we'll be able to go through our year-end, which technically we could do this episode, but I really want to save it for after Yeah, save it for the big boy. Yep. Uh, Lord knows how long that episode's going to be. Uh, but I think it's going to probably be one of the longer ones in our history because it's going to be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. And, uh, and you know, in retrospect to this episode, I think this one's going to be a short one. Yeah, definitely. A relatively slow week. Jacob, tell me what you did. All right. So, uh, nothing, bro. Christmas was fun. Christmas was easy. Uh, Christmas Eve, I stayed at home. Didn't do nothing. Um, which I liked it because I feel like by pretty much every year previously to this, that we would always have to go out and do something. This year, given the circumstances, have kind of changed as far as the family structure of it all. Uh, just, I think it was just best for us to stay at home and watch Christmas movies. We watched Home Alone. Good copy. I made carnitas. Ooh. Yeah. Carnitas on Christmas. Yeah. And uh, it was good stuff, man. We had a, we had a good time. Uh, nice and quiet, like I said. Like, I yeah, like man, that's good. Christmas, uh, you know, my family came over in the morning, warmed up the carnitas again, uh, did that, went over to my grandpa's house, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, quiet. I like it quiet. Uh, back to work. 
like I said, some crazy stuff going on over there, but I'm not going to get into it. Uh, but yeah, it's the same old week, man. It's a normal, normal stuff. Um, and I'm excited to get this year closed down, moving into the new year uh, with some with some good shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but other than that, man, that's all I really got for the week. How was yours? Um, so Christmas Eve is kind of the like the, the the Polish thing, right? Like Christmas is important and stuff, but Christmas Eve is like the day of celebration. It's the same thing with Mexicans too. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, we went over to my sister's place, had a nice big ass dinner, had like seven different kinds of fish because my Ooh. brother-in-law likes to cook. Um, it was all right, nice and quiet. Um, well, relatively quiet. There's like four dogs there. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it got kind of kind of funky at one point. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I host a like a little Christmas bash at my house. Mm-hmm. Well, a small little gathering. There's mm-hmm. like 10 of us. Okay. And um, yeah, at one point I was looking at the fridge like on Christmas day and I was like, fuck man, this uh, <laughs> this food is totally outnumbered by all the alcohol we bought. Right. But uh, and yeah, like somebody brought like a bunch of mini kegs and stuff. Oh, wow. Like, oh my God. But that was fun. Um, this was the first kind of year that we all got each other something. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we all got big boy jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Um, one of my buddies got me the fucking uh, energy sword from Halo because he likes getting me stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, it was fun. Other than that, today started off on the completely wrong side of the bed. What happened? Um, booted up MKX. I got smacked with a 40% combo from Leatherface. Ooh. Yeah. So I guess we're back to the training room, and I'm going to pick up a new character. <laughs> Dude, I think I might have mentioned this on last week's podcast, but, man, it's like right now it's a fucking foreign world to me because I haven't picked up a Mortal Kombat in a minute. So yeah, man, it was uh, I, I believe it's still up on the Steam sale, but it was like MKXL for like eight bucks or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah I like this game enough, and mm-hmm. and you know all my buddies picked it up on PC, so uh-huh. we're gonna try and kind of get back into the swing of things. Hopefully by April time, be nice and ready to just forget everything we know and relearn. Yeah, but at the very least, it's a it's a feel thing. You know what I mean? You 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 feel it. Well, hopping from one more comment to the next, it's not that bit big of a difference, you know. No, the, so the, the differences are nuanced, yeah, and stuff. But you still got your wake up wraps. That's all that matters. Yeah, 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 definitely. Man, yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna hop back into. It. I've been playing a lot of fucking Madden recently because maybe because the football season is just trucking away and the Bears are doing beautiful and going to the playoffs, all that type of stuff. It just gets me inspired. Hell yeah. Yeah, but other than that, man, I haven't been playing a whole lot. I uh, played a little bit of Red Dead, still enjoying it. That's fun. Yeah, man. Um. A lot of bang for your buck with uh with the Red Dead Redemption two. Yeah, definitely. Um, I find myself like lassoing people and murdering them. I'm like, oh my god, would I be a fucking serial killer if I t-? you know what I mean? I just lasso people and carry them into a bush and just murder them. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's not even that. It's like it's more visceral than that. I, I pull out my knife for that. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So other than that, man, I'm you know what I'm waiting for. Uh, this is something I know it's it's available on iTunes right now, but I guess it's not coming out on Blu-ray until January. I wait for fucking the new the Halloween movie to come out. Halloween, the new. Oh, one. Wait for the physical, man. You already have all of them on physical. No, I know, but I'm saying, fuck. Like, why is it taking so long? I feel like, you know, back when we were kids, when we would wait for like the VHS to come out, it would take like for fucking ever. But as like times transition, it's like, oh, it's like two months later, it's back out, and for whatever reason, the one movie I want to buy physically. Well, January is three months from. Right. I think you're just being a little bit antsy. You think it is? I, is, I, it think, is? I think it's like movies that we were like, yeah, that was good, or movies that we didn't necessarily care about or love like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, it's out. Cool, I'll pick it up probably in two years when I want to rewatch it. You yeah, know? when it's in the... But now it's like when you want it now? at your doorstep, yeah. on your collection, to rewatch and put away on your nice shelf. It's like... 
bro, what the fuck? It's been 48 hours. Yeah, Release it. <laughs> you're probably right about that. That's yeah. for sure. Because three months, three months isn't anything, man. I don't know, I think man. Star Wars took longer to come out than that. Uh, right. Episode seven took a while. I think you're probably right about that. I think there is probably something in the mental, the mental of yeah, it all. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, transitioning over from being a person who gets gifts on Christmas to transitioning to a person who gives the gifts on Christmas is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, I mean, I got some things from my parents here and there. They're uh, really nice of them. They didn't have to give me shit, which I was okay with. I asked them not to because I don't have any fucking money. Um, you know, it, it's kind of cool. And um, like I said, man, I was, it's a stress. It's more stressful this way because it's one thing for you know for you to buy a gift for your present for your parents and for your significant other, but it's another thing for like, oh my god, this kid like these are these Christmas gifts are gonna like form her like idea of Christmas as she goes on in life. It's weird. You know, what I mean, obviously she's young, so she's not gonna remember really remember this one. But moving forward, like every 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 kid has the Christmas gift that they remember, and I'm like, fuck, am I gonna drop the ball when it comes to that time? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird, weird things that enter my brain. Uh, they probably shouldn't bother me, but you it gotta did. you gotta stay the fuck away from those Christmas movies, man. Yeah, <laughs> rot in your brain. Yeah, they, they probably uh, it shouldn't bother me, but it does. But it is what it is. What can I say? All right, man. So let's go ahead and get to the topics. We don't have a lot. This would probably probably. What forty minute episode probably forty minute yeah forty forty five if that uh so let's talk some men in black um I guess you could say they're back in black yeah <laughs> so to speak well uh, obviously we're not having Tommy Lee we're not having Will Smith they are not in this one I guess it's kind of a soft reboot because I guess they're it's sti- a prequel right if I'm not mistaken I, I honestly I don't know um but I know that Chris Hemsworth is in it. And the girl who plays Valkyrie in the uh, Marvel, I forget her name. It slips, it slips my brain. But she's also in it, and they are the the Men in Black, so to speak. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, Men in Black, uh, the Men in Black movies were were great. Well, except for three. But really, I think people love three. Really, I you feel like people, people love three. I feel people love three. I don't know, man. I might have to go back and revisit them. I did enjoy the series growing up, but part of that charm was the OG Men in Black. Mm-hmm. You know, Will Smith and. Uh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. I'm sorry. His name eludes me sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm very bad with actor names. But uh, Tommy Lee and Will Smith were kind of the charm of it, you know? It was uh-huh. very, like, buddy cop. It was alien space buddy cop. Yeah. That makes sense. No, you're right. I have full faith in Hemsworth and uh, OG Bobby Johnson, whose name I can't remember uh-huh. from uh, Valkyrie. Uh-huh. And um, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's just a matter of what kind of story are you going to tell at this point? Because mm. by the looks of the trailer, it seems that, like, oh, there's a... There's a, uh, what do they call them, a mole in our organization. Well, how many times have you seen a movie, that exact same setup, where it's the dude at all the way at the top, at the organization, you know, like the leader, and he or she is the mole. The person who points, who's pointing out there is the mole is the mole. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I've seen The Departed. Yeah, definitely. But you know, it's just one of those things. Like, don't be cliche about it. In the Men in Black universe, there's a lot to explore. There really is. Yeah. And I, I think with the right people at the helm, it could be something fun and they could bring life to something that's, you know, past its due date mm-hmm. at this point. But, you know, I had my rant a month ago about reboot sequels, spinoffs, all mm-hmm. that good shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait on this, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't fully put, you know, 100% faith and endorsement in it mm-hmm. quite yet. If there was a uh, no, this is not related to the conversation. It just entered my brain. If there was like a character in like a video game or a movie or a TV show that you've ever come across that you wish, like, man, I wish they had a spinoff and never got it. Is there anybody out, like that you can think of? Man, I'd have to sit down and think about that one. But. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I mean, they kind of had a somewhat of a origin story for this particular character in this particular movie, but uh, I feel they should go more in depth. I like Randy Box from Monsters Inc. I think he should have kind of his origin story because he went from 
not a dick to a dick pretty quickly, at least in the, the time I'm in my head. So I kind of want to know what happened from point A to point B. Cause obviously he had the whole thing, but there was more to it than that. There had to be, cause there was like a personal animosity, but, uh, I don't know if a, if a whole series would do it, but I'd be more than like happy sh- to watch an hour of, yeah. uh, Ambrose backstory from the new Sabrina. I think he's an interesting Ooh, enough okay. character. Yeah. We, well, he's well, got a lot of kind of shit locked away and, yeah. and stuff. Well, well, we know that what he was burned on house arrest. He burned down a church, right? Um, was that the offense? I, I can't quite remember. I thought that's what it was. But, uh, I, he's a, I, I really like him as a character. I think he's kind of grown on me. I, you know, originally I was like, well, you're some weird, like, aspect of Salem. But, no, I, I quite like Ambrose. And I yeah, think, yeah. Like I said, not a movie, maybe not a whole season, but mm-hmm. an episode or two. Mm-hmm. I'd definitely watch it. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, but that's something that we maybe we could talk about on a later date with more a little bit more thought put into it. But, I don't know, we were watching uh, Monster University today. And I just want to say, I think, um, for the soundtrack-wise, they have the most interesting, eclectic kind of soundtrack because they have mastodon on there because the mom was jamming pumping mastodon in the car <laughs> and they have steve aoki so like, how many soundtracks do you know they have mastodon fun fact steve aoki is a hardcore kid yeah i know that no i know that yeah i was just saying like well how, how you know how many soundtracks do you know have mastodon and steve aoki in the same uh, i don't know <laughs> exactly unless it was like blade or something you probably wouldn't Oh man we, we didn't deserve wesley snipes no we did not no that's underrated. Taxes, but <laughs> those are those are yeah. Well, uh, those are underrated, man. Yeah, those are really good, actually. I like the the man, first. That, that's what we need more of. We need more. But who's gonna do it? That's not Wesley Snipes. Michael B. Jordan. No, he's too thin. C- come here, bitch. Who could do it? No. No, who could do it though? Just just put Adonis Creed in the the like the Blade universe. All right, so <laughs> moving on. Yeah, uh, moving on. Talk to me about some Jordan Peele. Peels. So Jordan Peele, uh, Median. one half of Key and, Key and Peele, Peele. Uh, he had a very successful horror movie come out last year called Get Was it last year? It had to be last year. Get Call, Out. Called right. Get Out, right? This is his next project, which is also a horror movie. Uh, it's called Us. And it's kind of the same kind of vibe. Uh, the, the, like the, the, the theatrical poster is kind of similar because it has like a tear in the eye and stuff like that. Uh, looked interesting. And it's... It's weird because I feel like a lot of these people who you don't expect to kind of have that kind of side inside of them have. Mm, where did we discuss this prior? Oh, yeah. With my boy, uh, Danny McBride. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's one. He's definitely one. Uh, Jordan Peele. Uh, John Kransky did The Quiet Place. Kransky, yeah. yeah. It's stuff like that. Uh, I love that. I kind of like that. Well, I like the fact that, A, these people who you don't really expect to be horror people are doing horror. And B, I kind of like the fact that actors are taking it upon themselves to be like, fuck it. I don't need a director to direct me. I have an idea. Let's roll with it. Yep. And like I said, I heard Quiet Place was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was excellent. Uh, You know, Get Out was great from what I heard. I didn't see it, but I like that. And uh, I think they're kind of blurring the lines, the traditional lines between director and actor these days. I think... um, uh, I think what happens now is that um, with, uh, help me out here, the dude uh, from Pineapple Express, Wolf of Wall Street, Jonah Hill. There oh, we go. Yeah. I, I tell you, I'm terrible with Another names. One. Yeah. But, uh, but Jonah Hill, um, I was watching an interview with him recently, and he was going over all the roles he played in like all the movies and shows and shit like that. Yeah. And one of them that stuck out to me was obviously the Martin Scorsese one, because I'm like a big fan of Scorsese's mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And he said that every day working on set with him was a pleasure, you know, pretty, pretty casual. But he said that even just observing him, he learned so much. Yeah. You know, and I think what's happening now is that, like, I don't know if directors are being more involved or the actors are more involved or there's just better communication between the line. But, like, you you make an imprint on anyone you, like, meet and sit down and talk to, you know? Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that, a lot of these creative actors and stuff, they're now taking it upon themselves to say, 
I think I know enough. And I have a vision, and we're going to realize that. Because yeah. I don't want to say being an actor is like a passive role, but in the grand scheme of things, you are a part of somebody else's vision. No, you're right. You know, and mm-hmm. now... You know, they, they got a life of their own. But yeah, I think it's super interesting that like McBride, Peel, Krasinski, yeah. these funny guys are all coming out with horror movies. Yeah. And I, I think it's an interesting analysis to like look at it because what do they say? That it's always the sad guys that are the funny guys, right? The guys mm-hmm. whose lives are all fucked up and everything. Yeah. But now we're kind of seeing a, di- a different aspect. And I don't know. I guess you don't know someone mm-hmm. until you know them. Like well, that. like I said, like you, you kind of hitting up piggybacking off of what you said like you don't know what, what what inspires these people to do what they do right you know maybe jordan peele saw a horror movie he's like man that was fucking awesome i want to do this because of that you know what i mean i don't know uh it's, i think you kind of see the influence through what the, the the project that they are the head of the helm at the helm of you know what i mean so i'm kind of curious on what, what these guys backgrounds are because i think kind of the original you know kind of person to kind of take take their vision by the balls and run with it was like a Kevin Smith. You know what I mean? Who would take this kind of, you know, what the movie that he wanted to see and said, fuck it, I want to make it and make it work. Granted, he was on a much lower budget and didn't have the name. And not, granted, Kevin Smith movies are kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is, but, um, man, it's kind of cool. Uh, we, I think we, we should see more of that these days. When, yeah, when is, has Leo, has Leo ever directed a movie? No, but I have a really good feeling that he's worked with a lot of top tier legendary actors he's worked with scorsese multiple times with tarantino mm-hmm. i think it's just a matter of time. cameron he works, he's worked with cameron oh yeah man I, it's just a matter of time honestly, nolan at this point. there's a lot this of good dudes has a lot of experience yeah weird a lot of experience what what kind of fuck he's, he's rub shoulders with greats yeah i mean there's there's something to be said that uh you know better coach than player i think there's something to be said about that but well i haven't really come across like an, an incident yet where a great actor has really done a really horrible job directing. You know what I mean? Not yet. Yeah. Not, well, not yet. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. I'm, I'm sure something will come out of the woodwork. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, I, that was an excellent topic, actually. I yeah. think that was really proper. Yeah. Um, that being said, I still want to catch mid-90s. I, I think it's out now. I want to see it. Yeah, that's definitely. But, um, put that it's, on the list. It's going to go on my waiting list and shit like that. Oh, on, on that long, the long wait list? Uh, it'll probably get bumped up because this is, well, we talked about this, man. This is shit we grew up with. We we grew up watching yeah. Mentality and, bro, and all those things. hold we, on. We kind of grew up in the 90s. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to, re- to derail what you were saying. Bro, I spent probably an hour and a half, what day was it? I don't know, like Tuesday or something. No, not Tuesday, like Wednesday. Looking uh, Looking for a particular song from the Tony Hawk Underground soundtrack. That I used to play on repeat because it was like I had like four songs on there like on repeat that I really really liked and they just go over and over again. And I don't know if I don't remember as well as I used to or I'm just retarded because I could not pinpoint the song. I literally went through song by song, track by track. I'm like, no, that's not it. Moving on to the next one. That one and open that. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't find it. I, I could. I don't. T- I can't tell you who it was by. I couldn't tell you wh- even what it sounded like anymore. All I know is that if I thought that if I heard it, I would know. Lost in the sea of translation, I it, guess. It's gone, bro. It's wow. gone. And there's some good shit on there, man. I was like, man, these fucking punk songs are fantastic. But that was just something, like I said, I kind of went down the rabbit hole earlier this week. I even had my wife helping me. <laughs> I'm like, can you help me? Uh, you cover the first half. <laughs> exactly. But Actually, uh, now that I think about it, I think the only other thing that could get away with having both Steve Aoki and Mastodon is a Tony Hawk game. Oh, yeah. That would work. Look at my Batman. He's comfortable. You like your Batman. Yeah, but, um, man. So, yeah, uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Directing another horror movie. Excited. Looks good. Yeah. Solid. All right. Let's talk some gaming. All right. Uh, so you're excited. You're like moist, right? Oh, yeah. You're in your pants about this trailer. Yeah. Because 
from what is being told, it's coming around the corner. All right. Now, I don't trust Sony at this point because they've said this before <laughs> and I'm waiting for a date. Haven't got one yet. Um, news has been very slow about this particular, you know, The Last of Us Part Two. Um, like I said, news has been very slow. Now, we've heard from the director of the game saying that they just finished wrapping a particularly emotional scene, which I hope is somewhat involved in the trailer. Uh I think they had came out with box art for it. No Joel on it. Uh, so I'm a little concerned. Maybe they're doing that to freak me out. It could be a red herring. I don't know. Uh, but like I said, a severe lack of Joel. We have not seen him outside of that original trailer. And other than that, he's been mentioned by name. And we're. I'm a little concerned. I'm scared, Gabe. I'm scared. Which is, I guess is a good thing. But uh, I'm going to try my best not to write a better game. I'm just going to let it happen as it comes. I'm not going to, you know, hop, hop into the Easter egg. What hunt. do we say about Naughty Dogs? That they're trustworthy? Yes. That, <laughs> yeah, that they're kings. They're kings of their craft. That is 100% correct. And, man, I didn't play Uncharted 4, right? Saw the playthrough, but, man, that fucking story was so beautifully wrapped up. Oh, my God, it was so good. And now they have plenty of opportunity to kind of play around with some of the side characters like they did with the most recent one, Lost Legacy. And you could probably fuck around with Sully and see what kind of, as he kind of grew up and all that stuff. But the Drake story is over with. Uh, man, I'm excited. Moving forward, I will see what they're going to do. And I trust them. Good copy, sir. Good copy. I'm yep. trusting Naughty Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you going to get that? Are you going to get Uncharted? Or not Uncharted. The Last of Us when it comes out? Is that something that you're interested? Uh, it's about? not high priority at the moment. It's not? Okay. Yeah. It, you... it'll, it'll be something that comes down the pipeworks, but like mm-hmm. I said, not high priority at the moment. So it's like in the back of your mind, but when it, you think as we get closer, you think you get a little more amped for it? Yeah. I, I don't like getting psyched six months in advance or, you know. Oh, Lord knows at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Hey, uh, you want to borrow the God of War? You never told me if you wanted it, wanted to borrow uh, it. Perhaps. Okay. Because I know you got some stuff going on in the gaming I got, front. I, I got some games. Yeah, games? <laughs> I got some games. I got games on my phone. Um, okay, so a game I reviewed earlier mm-hmm. this year, uh, Lethal League Blaze. Mm-hmm. I was I actually stumbled across it wasn't like any big announcement but it was in the new update notes mm-hmm. that 2019 Q1 2019 uh, this game's coming to console nice so um, honestly if it's like 15 bucks by I'm all means cop it I'm it's an it. excellent time waster yeah. they're coming out with new characters new maps and there's a very good consistent development cycle in for this game yeah and I, I can't recommend it enough like I said it is a phenomenal time waster it's easy to pick up but it's it's kind of like Mortal Kombat in the sense where there's like a lot of like intricacies to gameplay once you actually get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, more than meets the eye. Do you have like another game that you remember maybe that might have been like stole your heart, but you're like, man, this is a lot of fun and it's good burning time. Have you do you have you ever come across another game like that? Another game that you were like, oh man, it's it's fun, but I'm not gonna like go MLG Pro on it. You know what I mean? That you like because you said it's a good time waster. What like what other game falls in that category to you? A good time waster. What are the um? I, I, well, you can't go MLG Pro, but I think Minecraft is a phenomenal that's, time waster. That's the one I was thinking. Uh, this next game that I'm well that I'm going to review today is a ten out of ten time waster. Ooh. I'd even compare it to Minecraft. Ooh. So, um, ready? Yeah, actually. So this game is called Subnautica. This. Do you know anything about this before I dive? Into uh, it? I don't know nothing. Before about I dive it. into it, get it Subnautica. Yes. Uh, okay. So, um, this game was free until the twenty seventh of December. On the premise that you download the Epic Games launcher. So it's very much like Steam in a sense, right? And I said, okay. It's no like obligation. I just download it and then I get this game for free. 
And I think the next one's like Super Meat Boy, so that and, should be fun. And Gabe is the ultimate uh, budget. I'm going to get at my bang for my buck when it comes to downloading free shit. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me, let me kind of talk about this game. Uh, you are part of a crew on the ship called the Aurora. Okay. And you're flying through space, and something smacks you, and the ship goes flying into this alien planet. Okay. okay, that's the that's kind of the story background, and so what is this game? This game is an underwater survival game. Okay. So all the creatures are alien creatures. All the habitats are like completely foreign. None of these things you'd recognize, except in some maybe someone's are form in the back of your head, right? You start the game in a crashed escape pod in the middle of the fucking ocean, hmm. and you got to find water. You got to find food. To sur- those, those are like your basic necessities to survive. Mm-hmm. Then you could craft bases, you could craft submarines, you could craft suits and shit like that. But what's really gorgeous and and kind of well played with this game is that it has a set of rules. Um, each biome has specific things that grow in it, right? So, uh, like for example, there's these things called creep vines. They're like glow in the dark seaweed, right? And they usually come out of like deep rifts. And so what you'll usually find by those is like copper and iron ore Mm -hmm. to smith like electronics and steel, shit like that, right? And it always follows these rules. There's no like strange, super weird out there anomalies. It's what you'd expect to see in a real biome here on Earth, you know? And it follows these set rules. And this game is just great because it's super easy to pick up. Um, You know, you got to manage your air consumption while you're down there, your food and water, like I said. But... This game is also fucking terrifying. Oh, so it's scary then. Okay. This game is, it's it's not a horror game, not by any means. This game is a terror game. Okay. Because once you get into the deep abyss or even like certain parts of the map, you start seeing big shit, (laughs) really fucking big shit. Uh And it's not like, it's not like a Resident Evil game or like Five Nights at Freddy's where it's like, boo. And you're like, ah. It's like you feel it creeping in the moment you see that shape in the distance. You like your stomach turns over and you're like, <laughs> fuck me. I am swimming back. <laughs> I was, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was doing some exploration and, you know, I was playing on the PC and Maddie was, you know, doing her thing on the phone. Anyway, I dive back into the, back into this part of the ocean after my exploration was done. Oh my God. I saw it off in the distance. It looked like a massive eel. And I was like, oh, Okay. And it gets closer and closer. And this uh, thing is swimming super fast. <laughs> and it is absolutely terrifying what ended up killing me. Because it grabbed, it had these big-ass mandibles. I know what it's called. I don't want to spoil it, though. Uh-huh. It, it, grabbed, it grabbed me by these mandibles, and it fucking swallowed me whole. And, and the worst part of it is you hear the screech from up to, like, a kilometer away. Uh-huh. You hear that. <laughs> it echoes through the water. And you're like... I know it's I know it's around me somewhere. <laughs> and dude, holy shit, I whipped my fucking headphones off after that thing ate me. And I was like, fuck no. And I, <laughs> I went outside. I took a walk. I was like, I need a break from this game. So uh, that reminds me of kind of a fun, a fun story that I had one time playing a, a scary game. Because like I said, the, the, the main portion of that game isn't that it's scary, right? Obviously, it's just you come across scary shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. When I played Slender with my sister looking over my shoulder, right? Because I'm like, I've played it before and it scared the shit out of me because it's just the, the simplicity of it all. That's It'll scare the shit out of you. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go through it, not make, force my sister to play, but she's going to have headphones on, right? 
and I'm gonna play because first that's the the sound is the scariest part of the right film. absolutely fucking shit. So we're traveling through, and she would like jump, and you know when they and you find the first page, and you hear the noise and stuff. But we were I was playing, and then we came across Slender, and she she screamed, and I looked at her right. I looked at her. She was screaming. She threw the headphones off, and by the time I turned back, Slender's like right there, and I jumped over the fucking couch because he scared the fucking shit out of me. I'm like, you know what? I'm never playing that again because if he could scare me without the sound, then I think I got problems. Good copy. Yeah. Um, Subnautica is probably the closest thing I got to that Minecraft experience when Minecraft was new, mm-hmm. like 2011 era, mm-hmm. and when it just was this crazy novelty where – well, because like I said, there's like multiple modes, and there's like a – creative mode i guess which is the equivalent where you don't really got to worry about food and water you just kind of do you and you could just build shit yeah and this game is phenomenal it's beautiful it looks great um and fuck man <laughs> so it's a little bit of man. um minecraft meets no man's sky kind of kind of a vibe yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's that's pretty spot on yeah this game is currently sitting at 20 dollars. it is available on pc and xbox one mm-hmm um, if it ever comes around to PS4, I highly recommend you get it. Copy that. And to anybody you know out there listening, you want this game? Because <laughs> okay. it, 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 wow, it could be a very it, it could be a very lax game if you let it be. But there's parts in it, man. I'm telling you, my my cheeks were clenched. <laughs> it was a rough one, bro. But I, I, I th- this is a game that's it, it. The full release launched earlier this year in okay. March, I believe. Mm-hmm. And as far as I see, this game is is damn near perfect really for what it is holy shit wow. for for what it is in its genre okay. you know and there's very little things i would change if any at all high praise from gabe on a video game for once wow <laughs> well because this isn't a game that's trying to mooch off your wallet this isn't a game that's like there's no it's it's not like siege where it's like high skill high reward mm. it's very just go in and play man and it's in the same vein as Minecraft. And you like that? Check out Subnautica. That's my review. Very, very cool. I like that game. Excellent job, Good my friend. Shit. All right. Now let's now let's fucking grind on people and take the exact opposite approach. Okay. All right. I want to talk to you about Black Ops. Okay. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops for Black Ops. Mm-hmm. Um, this thought came across my mind. This wild, bizarre thought. Right. Um, how many how many people do you think bought the game for Black Ops? A lot. Probably a shitload. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thought. What if Treyarch made Blackout free? Just that aspect of the game. Okay. Because cause from my understanding, uh, the Black Ops 4 numbers are starting to dwindle. And the game hasn't been out for that long. It dropped in October. Yeah. And they're tr- just trying to take a nosedive. So, you know, with its kind of... The, the big Battle Royale game being... Fortnite, right? which is also free, and it's all, but it's also standard. right. But but here's what I think would have been a smart move on Treyarch, and I I, I have an idea of how to remedy it. Okay, but um, I think Blackout that that one aspect of the game should have been free. Anybody can hop on. It's like you said when you gave your review. It is the refined Call of Duty system. Mm-hmm. This is quality. Like they've been working on this for fucking fifteen years now, right? Mm-hmm. And it is a good system to play a battle royale game on, right? Yeah. But you have that entry price point of the thirty to sixty dollars, depending on whether you catch a sale or not, right now. You know, and that's kind of steep because you know, looking back at Fortnite, it's free. You just pay for you know cosmetics and shit like that, right? At the end of the day. So my thought was, what if Treyarch made Blackout free and they go the microtransaction route where all like the cool shit in the game is a paid transaction, right? 
wouldn't that make more sense? Wouldn't that be appealing to more people? Because as far as I'm concerned, all the 10-year-olds out there still enjoy Call of Duty. But right now, it's that Fortnite buzz because it's no monetary commitment that, Mm -hmm. you know, not every 10-year-old has $60. Yeah. Not every 13-year-old has $60. Shit, you know, maybe we won't have $60 at a certain point, you know? So that was kind of my, my mindset on it. How so? You want you want to go ma- microtransactions with it? Um, it well make blackout free first and foremost, mm-hmm. and then obviously cosmetic stuff is microtransactions, and you know it's track. I'm sure they'll find some way to monetize more microtransactions out of it. But if the core gameplay is free to play, then why not? It's a it's, it's coming from a AAA studio. It's a title very well known and loved throughout households. Well, why not? You know, why not? Yeah, it's a bold move. And sometimes making something free to play is seen as like, you know, the dog turning its belly up. But I think it'd be a smart, I think it'd be a smart move. I I see your logic behind it. And I think it might be a good idea. But I think from the perspective of a company like Treyarch and Activision, who traditionally makes their money through $60 games, uh, it's going to be a very hard thing for them to let go. Yeah. You know what I I mean? I totally understand that portion. Yeah. And and then the other thing to worry about is well if you did make this free what about the people who did pay the full price? Yeah, you know? well, there's that too. And, yeah. and my my thought process on that was well why not give them like fifteen bucks of in game currency, and then you know they could just that's not a bad idea. We had it, but you know obviously something like this isn't going to happen anytime soon if at all. You yeah, there's just kind of this strange thought process I had where if they want to step it up and they want to mass appeal to crowds, I think this would be a smart way of doing it. Well, and in all honesty, I was playing Blackout the other day because, like I said, I've been kind of straying away from um, you know Black Ops Four a little bit, but I, I happened to it, and it's fun and it's refined. It's the, like you said, it's the Call of Duty engine, so it's gonna it's gonna feel great. It's smooth, man. It's polished. Yeah, yeah it's gonna feel great because I think a lot of a lot of the issues with a lot of those those battle royale games is the way it feels. Like even Fortnite to a certain extent. Like yeah, I mean, granted on PC, I'm sure that's a thirty to forty times better because you could kind of you know, pl- play with the keys and make them build walls automatically or whatever the fuck. But trying to like fly through those fucking menus when you're trying to build a wall or whatever the fuck, it sucks. Um, now, with that being said, playing Blackout and with the map, I think the map is very uninspired. I feel like they, co- well, they did. They copied and pasted famous maps and they're like, well, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. But everything else in between sucks. It's boring. It's flatland or it's hills that you're climbing up relentlessly until you come across the next town, so to speak, you know, and um, it's not very interesting to me because at least like because I played a little H1Z one, at least they had like, you know, like marshes and fucking there's some variation in the terrain. Yeah, definitely. But with Blackout, you don't have that. It's just like I said, either flatland or hills that you're climbing over to reach the next point. I, I, I understand why people like it, but honestly, I'd rather play the normal multiplayer. That's just me. I'd say that's absolutely fair. And I would say that the regular multiplayer and zombies would be, hey, you got to buy this. This is $40, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's 20 bucks per, per third of the game, which yeah. isn't terrible. Yeah. But I think something like Blackout would be enough of a taste to kind of be like, oh, man, I want to hop into like a 5v5 right now. You know what, 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 what they can do? And I could totally see them doing that. If they were going to go the route of Blackout, it'd be like, okay, you can go. And you can play it for free if you want. However, all the cosmetics are locked behind the fact that they're inside the normal game. So if you want the crazy shit, if you want to play as Resna, for example, you have to buy the game full. And then you have to have to buy all that content. Well, the problem with that is there's no story mode. Um, we, we got into, we've gone into that a bazillion times. Um, I feel like we've, 
played we've paid for less brain power we've paid for less brain power into the game because the Black Ops story is great. They're always been great. You know what I mean? So I mean, the numbers, Mason, is probably the most like iconic yeah. line in the past 10 years of yeah, games. Definitely. And like I said, my idea isn't perfect. It's definitely flawed in yeah. a lot of ways. But at one point, Black Ops 2 was free if you had... Yeah, it was free for like a couple months span on the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. And that's how they... You know, those are rookie numbers. You got to bump them up. Yeah, that's, and that's how they did it. Yeah. So it, it was just something that came across my head. Well, like you know, we're talking about how the Black Ops numbers are dwindling. I think as a whole, the battle royale is starting to come to an end sooner than you lot. never know, man. You it, never know sooner than a lot of people anticipated. So um, I don't know, man. I think as a trend, it's, like I said, I feel like it's coming to an end because you don't really see the Fortnite articles out anymore. Not like they are pumping out every day. I don't day. know, man. I was at the mall the other day. They had Fortnite hoodies. Oh yeah, well I know that. Selling nice. They, and they still have Minecraft hoodies, but is it as popular as it was? No. You know what I mean? They have fucking that shit everywhere. But I don't know, man. I think uh, as a concept, by the very nature of it, it is something that you'll get bored of eventually, just because it is very repetitive. And not to say that Call of Duty as a whole isn't, but new maps, new guns, la la la, new gameplay mechanics. This is you know. It's Call of Duty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why you play Rainbow Six. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's for sure. Man, I was having a fucking blast with that shit the other day, too. Oh, God, so good. But um, you need to get back into that. I need to get ranked for real this time. I, I haven't gotten ranked yet either, man. Wow, oh, man. I, I, we got a... Oh, man. We have a Discord channel that my buddy owns. And um, at one point, we invited these two guys that we were playing ranked with. And we're like, hey, hop in the Discord. You know, blah, blah, blah. Super cool guys. And then, you know... It, it, it's it, I think we have like there's 12 of us in the chat and I think like six or seven of the guys are randoms we met online that are super cool yeah so at no point in time do we have any issue getting a five stack yeah that's and nice. I will tell you this is the way the game was meant to be played duh yeah this was wow yeah definitely I feel you man but fortunately for me I'm a play I'm a console pleb so I don't have uh I don't have the luxury of having all my friends. Have a, Imagine playing for an online subscription service. Yeah. Well. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, man. So I think we got one, maybe two more topics to wrap up. All right. We so got talk, one. Talk to me. About, well, if this topic is what I think it is, then yes, one. If not, then I got a follow up question for you. Okay. Talk to me about Thrice. All right. So Thrice has a new album that came out. It came out probably a couple months ago at this point. And now it was something that I've had downloaded for a minute, but uh, I was like, oh, let me get to that song. And then I kind of go through it. Right Uh, now, I'm not going to give my full blown thoughts on it, but I will kind of give a general synopsis on how I feel about it, just because there may be a surprise involved in all this. Uh, But this is Thrice's. I don't even know how many releases they have, maybe five, six. Uh, Thrice as a whole kind of like band that kind of revolutionized that post hardcore sound. They're one of the first names to break kind of break out with all that. and man, the, they definitely taken their sound and refined it and changed it up a little bit. I think it'd be very easy for a band that has been around this long to kind of do the same sound over and over again, i.e. Metallica, right? You know, it's very, once you're kind of known for something, you can do it for the for all eternity and your fans will love it. Uh, Thrice kind of took a different route with this. I don't know if you've heard the album. It's called Palms. Um, it is very well written. Uh, it has, like I said, a very unique kind of sound to it, kind of industrial. Granted, I haven't listened to the last couple of Thrice albums, so I don't know if that was something that kind of was gradual, if it's something that they picked up over time. Uh, but they did a great job. And the, the standout tracks, the gray was up there. Uh, there was one more that I was listening to earlier. Let me pull that up real quick. I always do this. I'm sorry, guys. But um, where'd it go? But yeah, man, they, they've done something great with this. Is it Just Breathe? 
everything belongs. It sounds like they've almost felt like they've gone a little bit of Imagine Dragon with the sound a little bit with a little. Oh, bit don't of, say that. That's cop music. Well, you know what I mean. It's it's very good and it's very unique for Thrice, and they have done a great job. And like I said, I'm not going to kind of give a re, like a full blown review on it because there may be a surprise involved in regarding next week. But ah, so this is the album you spoke of? No. No, no. Thrice is not a smaller band. The, the, this. Okay. What the, what is the smaller band? I'm not going to talk gonna about. Hold off I'm going to hold off on it. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to hold off on it because I because I want you to experience the album, but I don't know if because I, I this is something that we talked about a long time ago, and this is a band that's local, almost local. It, they're in the scene. They've played they're with from band. Illinois. No. Okay. Okay. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh, they're from Indiana, but uh, they that album. That you're thinking of is that should I turned that shit on the other day. I'm like, what the fuck is this? My whole thing's kind of been rearranged. I actually have it, but um, goddamn man. But yeah, uh, not to say that thrice isn't maybe won't be mentioned in the, that list that tomorrow or next week. Happy and last minute shakeup. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, man, they did a great job. I recommend it. It's not the time, kind of the typical hardcore screamy stuff that we that I normally list off. Uh, has a little bit more heart than that. A little bit more soul. And I like it. I dig it. Good copy. Now, getting back to the more hardcore, screamy stuff, I stumbled upon a band the other day Yeah. I think you would enjoy. Okay. Uh, okay, so bear with me, and I'm so sorry if I pronounced the uh, mispronounced the name, but it's called Mauvais or okay. something like that. It's M-A-U-V-A-I-S. Okay? Okay. I stumbled upon a song called Antipathy, and that's on a split with another song called Empathy. This shit smacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Check them out. Dirty, grimy. It's what you need, but it's very well thought out. Okay. And I'm going to leave it at that because this is something you want to hear. Okay. I'll definitely check that out. We also talked about Whitechapel. Ah, yes. So Whitechapel dropped a single yesterday. Yes, they did. And, um, well, let's talk about the previous single. What was it called? Brimstone? Brimstone, yes. Okay, so how do you feel about Brimstone? Very mediocre, I honestly. Think, um, Brimstone took the Whitechapel formula and just did it again. Yeah. They said, we're sticking to it. And I particularly didn't like that Whitechapel single. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the new one? I do. Okay, let's talk. What do you think? I like it. It's so, a- so what's it called first and foremost? Black Bear. Black Bear. Yeah. What do you think? I like it, man. Um like, but it also doesn't really very, very far off the White Chapel kind of formula. But uh, maybe because it was the pacing of the song that kind of changed my mind on it. But yeah, it, it's, it was good. It was a solid al- album. I'm a little confused by the artwork for the album. It's kind of got me. Yeah, it's very not White Chapel. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's called the Valley, and it looks like a like post grunge early 2000s like fucking tra- yeah. trapped album cover or something like that. Totally understand. <laughs> yeah, but I think. Um, Whitechapel went for that 50-50 mix-up with Cassie Cage where you don't know whether to block high or block low. And I, yeah, I think In your I, case, you don't block any of it and take both of them? Yeah. I think... Uh, I actually quite like the single. I'm not a big Whitechapel fan. Mm-hmm. I've never been, probably never will be. Uh-huh. But all you got to know is the saw is the law. But this single is actually quite good and I enjoyed it. Yeah. It kind of came out and I was like, who is this? And I was like, oh, this is Whitechapel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whitechapel was a little bit of a meme for me for a couple of years there. Ah, yeah. You won the Whitechapel guitar, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that. I got those signatures wiped right the fuck up. I sold the guitars. <laughs> I'm such a dick. But it's besides the point. Um, yeah, man, it's it's good stuff. Um, 
they, every now and then they have a song. I'm like, oh, very good. And I move on with my life. Copy. But, um, yeah, this one falls under here. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. But, um, yeah, man, that that's the White Chapel. The White Chapel song. You got anything else from the uh, music? I think that might also be the week. Oh, wow. And the episode. It was a short one, man. This is a... 45, 40 minutes 45 minutes almost yeah, like exactly we <laughs> we're very self-aware when it comes to like the topics and what we have available and oh man you know if by like thursday night there's not a shitload of topics it's probably gonna be a i told cast. adrian because you when you texted me on my podcast i'm like fuck we gotta do that i forgot about that <laughs> and i looked at the list i'm like i don't even know what we have on here and adrian was like it's a short week i'm like yeah i guess you're right about that but uh yeah i guess that's the week gabe ladies and gentlemen we will see you in the new year 2019 mm-hmm. take care of yourselves stay mm-hmm. safe same warm um and with that well not quite oh. got a little bit of a bigger wrap up for that so you guys are going to join us for next for next week episode 100 big big episode going to be a lot of good stuff got a lot of fun topics that i have in my, in my head uh and we'll be there we'll be back and um yeah man 100 is gonna be fun like i said if you want to you know kind of bring some of your favorite podcast moments bring on a short little list we'll talk about it and kind of how the podcast has kind of shaped our friendship, I think. I think it's kind of interesting. There's, there's thoughts that I have about it. So if you guys want to come back for us for 100, it's going to be a good time. Uh, thank you for joining us for 99. And until then, deuces. <laughs>